Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gorton Show. I am back from Bali, back in my at-home podcast studio, and it is raining cats and dogs outside, but I am cozy up in here. And today I wanted to come to you to talk a little bit about something that has been on my mind for actually quite a long time, and it's taken me quite a long time to record this podcast because I wanted to check in on my own judgments first. And I wanted to make sure that the content wasn't purely a projection of my own experience. But after many conversations with other people in the industry and hundreds of successful business owners that I have conversed with, I've decided to finally hit record on this podcast. So this may be a little bit polarizing for some people. Because I'm seeing a wave of entrepreneurs right now who are finding business hard. And while business being hard isn't exactly new, the reaction that I'm seeing from entrepreneurs is new. It's like they're shocked and disappointed at just how hard being in business is. It's almost like they weren't expecting it. And when I look around our social media landscape and other coaches online, I can honestly see why, because there's an abundance of female coaches and business owners saying that business is easy and it gets to be easy and how you can open your business and be fully booked within two months, or you can post one reel and make 20 grand or how, you know, you can work your nine to five and, you know, build a seven figure business and Honestly, it's all true. And I've seen proof of that within my own mastermind. But I want to be clear that it is the few and not the many. I have coached hundreds of businesses. And I'm telling you right now that to get your business off the ground is hard work. It requires hard work. And this is the conversation that I've been having with so many business owners, other business coaches. And this is the reason why I wanted to to kind of check my own experience against others. Because in my experience, getting my businesses off the ground was really friggin' hard. And from all the conversations I've had, every single person has had the same experience. It is hard before it is easy. So if you are currently in business or if you're thinking about going into business, today I really wanted to talk about how difficult it actually is to be in business but to talk also about some of the tactics that have made this crazy journey a bit easier for me and also to inspire you that if you're currently going through one of those hard moments about why this journey is the most magical and rewarding journey that you can go on and how we can make it a bit easier for you. Because for those people who do rise to success quickly, you know, the few, not the many that do build their businesses within two months that are fully booked very quickly, that do grow their audience very quickly. If you ask any of them, they will tell you that it is still hard work. Having no clients is hard. Yes, of course. But being fully booked is also hard. And for the person with no clients, being fully booked seems like a dream. But once you get there, it's hard work. You think it's going to be easier once you're fully booked, but it's not. It's just as hard. Having no audience is hard because you have to build up the audience. You have to build up your no like and trust. But having a huge audience is hard because you have so many more people to respond to. You get trolled more often. People expect more from you. So, It is hard in whichever area you're at. If you talk to someone who's mega successful, they'll still tell you it's hard. It's just as hard getting started as it is later on down the track. However, like I said, today I want to break this apart. I want to break it down because while it's hard, it is so rewarding. And while it's hard, it can be easier than what you're making it right now. So 
First of all, let me be very clear. If you're thinking of getting into business or maybe you're currently in business right now, here is what you're signing up for. It is long hours and late nights. It is making mistakes and feeling frustrated. It's failing over and over and over and over and over again. It's having to keep believing in yourself even when there's no proof and even when everybody is doubting you. It's realizing that your limits and beliefs are all that is getting in your way and stopping you and being so damn frustrated with yourself every single day for that reason. It's feeling tired but wired and inspired every single day. It's wanting something so badly and having to hold the belief that you will eventually get it even though you know it's probably going to take you years It's unlearning all of the stories that you've been sold and told that make you question everything about yourself. It's feeling stupid when you're learning something new. It's customers complaining even when you're trying your hardest. It's your husband getting mad at you because you worked too much on your holiday and you didn't take any time out to relax. It's a roller coaster of emotions every single day and it's having a mission on your heart that very few people understand. But like all of the world's most challenging journeys, so things like, you know, becoming a world-class athlete or climbing Everest or even becoming a parent, it is so worth it. Because like all things that are hard at first, they do get easier with time. The things that might break you today won't even bother you in years to come. Your skin will get thicker and your mind will become more agile and you'll adapt more quickly. And while business can be hard, it also can be a lot easier than what you're currently making it. And I think that's where the saying, it gets to be easy, comes from. It isn't actually talking about the whole journey because business as a journey is not an easy journey. It is much easier to get a nine to five and to stay in your nine to five. I'm promising you that right now. It is much easier to just take a wage from your boss and take direction from your boss than having to pay yourself and you have to think about what you need to do every single day rather than being told what to do. It is easier to stay in your nine to five than it is to be in business. However, the saying it gets to be easy comes from the fact that once you learn the shortcuts and once you have learned, I guess, the fast-tracked lessons, you will find business infinitely easier. So if you've been finding it hard, please know, babe, you are not broken, okay? Today, I wanted to share with you my biggest lessons for making it easy, and there's four of them. So the first lesson is find your support system. The truth is that if business was easy and if becoming mega successful and a multimillionaire was easy, everyone would do it. But not everyone's doing it. And in fact, only 12% of people in Australia own their businesses. Only 12% of the whole of Australia's population are business owners. That means that 88% think that what you are doing is absolutely crazy and insane. (laughs) So because of that, babe, you are going to feel outcast. You are going to feel lonely. You are going to feel like you don't fit in and you're going to challenge social norms. And because of that, you're going to feel like you're on your own a lot and you're going to feel crazy and you're going to feel judged. You're going to feel like a lot of people are judging you for what you're doing. And it's going to bring up a lot of those stories within you because obviously as we've evolved over time from chimps and apes into, you know, homo sapiens and and obviously into where we are right now, being part of the pack has meant to be safe. 
being part of a community has meant, you know, that you are not going to get killed. You're not going to be attacked by a lion. You're completely safe within that community. And so when you are the few, when you're the 12%, when you're the outcast, when you're on the outliers, it's dangerous. You know, it, it literally creates fight or flight response in our bodies and takes our bodies into survival mode and fear-based thinking because, we don't want to be outcasts from our friendship circles, our families, the people that we know, our you know colleagues. We want to fit in. But if you want to be an entrepreneur and if you want to be a business owner, you are going to have to step outside of those circles because you are going to be outcasts because you are 12% out of 100. And you've got to find the people who get it. And you've got to find the people who support you, who champion you, and who don't try to dull your shine. The power of finding a community is everything. And I think back to, I'm going to tell two stories here. I think back to a time where I first joined my first ever mastermind community. Now at the time I was earning about $8,000 a month and I joined this mastermind. And when I joined the Facebook group, I saw all of these posts from all these entrepreneurs that were earning like $200,000 a month or had just done a $4 million launch. And I saw so many of them. There was literally like five or 600 of them in this group, all at varying stages. There was some people at the same stage as me, of course. And I truly saw for the first time that this was possible. Like I knew that people talked about it. I saw people online, people who were trying to sell their stuff, you know, they were showing their Stripe bank accounts and showing how much money they've made and all this stuff. But until I saw people with no agenda, they weren't trying to sell me anything. I just saw people just sharing their tools and their tactics. And I saw these women, especially females, but also men everywhere, all over the world, absolutely killing it. I thought, far out, this is actually possible for me. And until I joined that community, I still had doubt. And still, and like, even though the coaches were telling me, you can totally do this, we've done this with lots of people before, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I, I still don't think it's possible for me. And like, of course, you're going to tell me that because you have something to gain, right? Because you have an agenda. You want me to, to spend my money with you and to stay with you. But when I saw these other people doing it, I was like, fuck. I actually can do this. And so the minute that I saw that community, the minute I joined that community and I had that, that belief system instilled in my body, within 18 months, we'd made it happen. Within 12 months, we'd just made our first million dollars. And within 18 months, you know, I was doing 110, $120,000, $130,000 months. So the power of community, the power of being around people who are doing what you do is priceless. As opposed to, if you think about the people that you might be in community with now, friends from school or family members that don't have businesses, they're always questioning you. They're always like, are you sure this is the right thing for you to do? Are you sure this is the right next step? Do you think that's a bit of a risk? Aren't you being a bit of a show off? Do you really think you should be talking about that on social media? They question you and they're trying to hold you back. And they're doing that because they want to keep you safe, because they don't want you to change. Because if you change, they're scared that they might lose you. And so they try and keep you small and they try and keep you safe. But the minute that you join a community of people who truly get it and who back you every step of the way and who inspire you and show you what's possible for you, your growth will quantum leap. We had a girl in our mastermind who had some success recently and she she did really well. She got some really big publicity for her business and she ended up being on the television, in local newspapers and, you know, did really, really well. And we were all so proud of her. All of our community in our PMP Mastermind were cheerleading the heck out of her. We were like, yeah, we saw you on TV. This is so exciting. And about a week later, she jumped onto one of the group coaching calls and she was like, it's just, you know, I'm really disappointed because none of my friends championed me. None of my friends supported me. None of my friends reached out and said they were proud of me. She's like, I'm so glad I have this community because none of my actual friends in my real life 
reached out and and gave me the congratulations that I thought they would. And that's because you're the few, not the many. And that's because what you've done is, you know, created this success for yourself that challenges their way of thinking, that challenges their way of being, that challenges everything they've grown up to know to be true about creating success and about creating wealth. And you need to find, because if that was her only community, if her friends were her only community that she had to share this with, do you think that she'd want to go and get publicity again? Or do you think that she'd shy back from it? Because if going and getting publicity means that she's made to feel bad or shameful or greedy or like a show off, do you think she'd want to do it again? Or do you think she'd want to hide back, stay small? And so with our community, we were like, do it again, do it faster. Let's go. How did you do it? Let's try and get you more. Let's get you a blue tick. (laughs) We were just championing her so hard. And that is the difference between finding the people in the 12% and hanging out with the people purely in the 88%. And there's nothing wrong with the 88%. Like we love them. They're amazing. I have friends who have day jobs and who are wonderful people who still champion the heck out of me. But not all of them are going to. And so you really do have to find your community of people who get it. So number one is find your support system. It is going to make your life infinitely easier. Number two is rewiring your mindset and your conditioning. Ever since you were born, you've been raised to work a job. You were raised to go to school, go to uni, get a good job, work nine to five for 40 years and then retire at 65. Like that is what you've been grown that to do. That's that's what the Australian system and the Australian culture wants from you. And it's hard to unlearn this sort of conditioning when you go into your own business. So you end up working these hours for the sake of it. You end up working nine to five, Monday to Friday, and honestly, you end up working more hours than that because you you feel guilty for the money that you're earning or you feel like you should be doing more. But even when you feel like you've really got nothing to do or you really should be doing more in your business, you just pound away at social media or check on emails to make yourself feel like you're working, but even though you're doing nothing productive. Right. And that might sound familiar for you if you're listening. It's hard to unlearn that conditioning of having to work hard for your money. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have to work hard because you do. However, I'm saying that we don't always have to work hard. And if you're in business and you've been in business for yourself for a little while, when was the last time you took a holiday without your laptop and without your phone? When was the last time you switched off from social media and you didn't go online for four weeks? When was the last time that you completely checked out, took a break, and were completely present with your family and didn't even think about work? And I can guarantee you for 95% of you, it hasn't ever happened. And the reason it doesn't happen is because you feel guilty for taking time off or resting because the system has told you that you need to work certain hours in order to create success. And yet your body is dying for a rest. And so you have to rewrite that conditioning. You have to rewrite those stories of, you know, I have to work. I have to keep going. I can't rest. You know, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to put food on the table. Even when you feel like there's nothing to do, you just feel like you always should be working. And it's crazy. You've got to learn how to stop because you will burn out and that consistent burnout cycle will eventually force you to stop. And then you'll feel like, what am I doing all this for? What is the point of all of this? I'm just going to give up, right? So you have to constantly work on your mindset and your conditioning. So one, to stop working every single hour of every single day and actually take a rest because your body needs to rest, especially when you're an entrepreneur, because you will work hard in the initial first years of your business. And then two, because the day jobs that you've generally had when you did work in the corporate world or in your day job, you had to do everything yourself. In fact, often it was seen as weak to ask for help. 
And so this is why you constantly in your business think that you have to do everything alone. This is why you feel like you shouldn't invest in a coach or an employee or outsource to a VA or an expert because you feel like you should be able to do it, even though you haven't yet built the skills. And of course, you haven't built the skills. Like you wouldn't walk into a gym for the first time and know exactly what to do without injuring yourself. You'd need a PT or a coach to show you, right? You wouldn't be able to handle the mass loads of work that a full-time business would offer without first learning how to service one person first, right? So it's so important to rewrite this mindset of having to do it all alone because you do not have to do it all alone. And in fact, your belief system that's telling that you have to do it all alone is the thing that's absolutely holding you back because you are becoming the bottleneck in your business. And so to undo that, you have to learn what it's like to be supported. You have to ask for help. You have to allow yourself to be supported and find the right people in your corner that can take your business to the next level. So rewriting your mindset to really decondition those stories of, I have to work nine to five. I have to work super hard. I have to work all the time. I can't take a rest. I feel guilty for resting. And also I have to do this all on my own because they're crap and they're holding you back. Number three is before investing in arms and legs, invest in automation. And what I mean when I talk about investing in arms and legs is when you grow your business to a certain point or you realize that there's a lot of things in your business that you are not the expert in, which is so normal. You're the expert at what you do and you create a business around it and then you have to learn business, which is not necessarily your expertise, right? Before investing in arms and legs, which are more people, invest in automations, and what I see so many entrepreneurs do and something that I did, you know, wrong in my first business and, and even to an extent in my coaching business when I first got started was as we got busier, I just tried to hire and duplicate more of me. And the problem with doing that is that you're actually making more work for yourself, especially if you're bringing them on to do manual repetitive tasks. If you're bringing them on to do manual repetitive tasks, then you really need to look into automation first. Because if you're bringing people on to do manual repetitive tasks that are things that get done every single day, every single week, every single month on repeat, you're just bringing on another person for you to manage, which is another set of emotions, another set of needs, another set of arms and legs, which can, of course, do the work for you, but now a person you have to manage and so one of the biggest things that I've learned in business and I want to share with you today is that you can hustle your way to 10, 20, and maybe even $30,000 months. You can hustle your way. But in order to get to that next level, you will have to slow down to speed up. And what I mean by that is you cannot hustle your way in business forever because you will burn out and you don't want to. Like it's not fun, right? So you can hustle your way to 10, 20, 30K months. But then instead of going straight to delegating and hiring people to delegate to, what I encourage you to do is hustle first, then automate. So look at all those manual repeating tasks and see what can be automated and then systemize. So anything that can't be automated, let's create the process for it. Let's take the process out of our head and put it onto paper and say, start here, do this, then this, then this, So create a process for it and then hire someone to delegate to, right? Because now they have a process to do. And now you're not paying somebody for a task that could be automated for a lot cheaper than you could pay someone to do it. So get your systems in check before hiring all of the people, all of the arms and legs, all of the doing, which ends up making you more work and honestly costing you more money. Let's see what can be automated first. Let's see what can be simplified first. Okay. And then my final piece of advice on it gets to be easy 
And one quote that helps me every single day, and actually Tim gave it to me. I don't know exactly where he got it from, but um, Tim was the first person I heard it from. And that is easy choices, hard life, hard choices, easy life. And I want to give you an example of what this quote means. I'm going to give you two examples. One, eating sugar daily is easy and it's yummy, like yum, 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 chocolate, right? (laughs) But it leads to diabetes, which in the long term is hard. Whereas avoiding sugar daily requires discipline and is hard, but it leads to a long and healthy life, which is easy and enjoyable. And in your business, a relevant example would be the hard choice is hiring team. But once you do it, there's less work on your plate and you can finally take a full holiday, which will make your business and life easier. The easy choice is to keep saying, I'll just do it myself. It's just easier if I do it myself. But then feeling so overwhelmed by everything you need to do and working so much that you burn out over and over again, and then eventually shutting your business down because it's too hard. So whenever I'm faced with a decision and there's a hard and an easy option, I tend to take the hard road first because I know that on the other side of the hard thing is my easy life. And there's a couple of quotes that also pertain to this, like eat the frog, right? There's a saying that says, look at your to-do list and do the hardest thing first, because then everything after that is going to be easy. So for me personally, it was hard to hire a coach and to spend $30,000. It was hard to hire that coach and spend $30,000, especially when I was not making that kind of money. It was hard to invest that kind of money, especially when, you know, I think the most I'd made at that point was an $8,000 a month and I was spending $30,000 on a coach. And it was even harder to hire a second coach a few months later for something else for $50,000 and pay for both at once. But 18 months later, my business has exploded from $10,000 a month to $110,000 a month. And now I sit here recording podcasts on my couch for you, which is easy and I love to do. So my reminder is before it's easy, it will be hard. So babe, if you've been finding business hard, you are not alone. My top recommendations are find a community, find people who will champion you, find a coach that can help you make the shortcuts, do the hard thing first, and don't be scared of the hard work. It will get easier over time. But the sooner that you surround yourself with these resources, the sooner your business will get easier. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from this podcast today was, guys. I'd love it if you could take a screenshot, share it on social media, and tag me and tell me what you loved. So lovely to have you guys here. And if you are really struggling with business, please drop into the show notes below, book a free 15-minute strategy session with our team, and we'd be happy to walk you through your next three steps in business. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights that you need to make your business go boom. Babe, if something resonated today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave me a review. If you're ready to invest in yourself and take your business to the next level, use the link in the show notes to book a free 15-minute strategy call so we can plan your right next step. 